Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we are currently in our podcast series, The Antichrist One World Religion and the Great Christ Deception. And today I will pick up with the commentary I began to share with you in our last message, entitled, The Counterfeit Christ. In Matthew 24, 5, Lord Jesus prophesied, this be on the alert warning. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will mislead many. And then in Mark 13, 22, Jesus repeats the warning. For false Christ and false prophets will arise and will show signs and wonders in order to lead astray, if possible, even the elect. The Greek word for Christ in both of those passages is Christos and means the anointed one. The Greek word used for false when describing these demonic counterfeits is pseudo-Christos and means a false Christ or Messiah who falsely lays claim to the name and office of the genuine Messiah while pretending to be divinely inspired. And this might be a good place to pick up with a commentary I began to share with you last time. The early church recognized that an understanding of the identity of Jesus is essential to genuine Christianity and a prerequisite for experiencing salvation and enjoying a reconciliation relationship with God. Indeed, Jesus made this clear when in John 14, 6, he majestically decreed that, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. But the fact is that many who use his name do not actually know the true Christ. This frightening reality is confirmed by Jesus himself in Matthew 7, 21 to 23. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? and in your name cast out demons, and in your name perform many miracles. And then I will say to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Now, if I may interject here, beloved, we see in this revealing and very sobering passage, the false signs and wonders Jesus said these counterfeiters would perform with deceptive persuasion. That is, to the people beguiled by them, but not to Jesus himself. Additionally, he makes certain that only those who do the will of his Father in heaven will enter his glorious kingdom. It is vitally important to understand that Jesus is not talking about works or our doing something for God. In Ephesians 2, 4-9, striving's effort is put to rest. For God being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, in order that in the ages to come, he might show the surpassing riches of his grace in kindness toward us 
in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved, not as a result of works, lest anyone should boast. So what did Jesus mean when he said that only those who do the will of his Father would inherit his kingdom? In John 6.40, he gives us the answer. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who beholds the Son and believes in him may have eternal life, and I myself will raise him up on the last day. To do the will of the Father is to believe in Jesus, who majestically decreed that he alone is the way and the truth and the life, and that no one comes to the Father but through him. And on the wings of that glorious revelation, he promises that he will raise that one who has put their full trust in him and him alone on the last day unto eternal life. In Hebrews 4.9, it is confirmed that there is therefore a Sabbath rest for the people of God. This is one of the foundational truths of salvation's promise that exposes the imitation from the genuine. Any emphasis that is placed on man and not completely on Jesus the Savior, who he is, what he has already done, and what he only can and will do is a counterfeit. For while the many false Christs that as forerunners to the Antichrist proclaim that they are the Messiah, just like the serpent in the garden, they beguile man with the potential of their own godhood that they can also find within themselves. As an example, in messages past, I shared information on the false Messiah, Maitreya, who supposedly had been having communications with a man by the name of Dr. Benjamin Krem. Krem died in October of 2016, but Maitreya's messages continue to be spread universally through his organization, Share International. Allow me to share message number 11, for I believe it gives critical insight to the modus operandi of the Antichrist spirit that we are seeing right now taking shape in the global endeavors that are being spearheaded by Lucifer in both the religious and governmental new one world order agenda. My dear friends, I am happy to be with you once more. My plan is that my teaching should precede my presence and prepare my way. My people will release it through their groups and group endeavor. When mankind is somewhat prepared, my voice shall be heard. Meanwhile, my efforts are bearing fruit producing change, drawing together men and nations, and bringing new hope to the world. I am emerging soon, but first I would point the way into the new direction which man, if he would survive, must take. Firstly, men must see themselves as brothers, sons of the one Father. This is essential if they would progress one step nearer to the Godhead. Throughout the world there are men, women, and little children, who have not even the essentials to stay alive. They crowd the cities of many of the poorest countries in the world. This crime fills me with shame. My brothers, how can you watch these people die before your eyes and call yourselves men? My plan is to save these, my little ones, from certain starvation and needless death. My plan is to show you that the way out of your problems is to listen again to the true voice of God within your hearts. 
to share the produce of this most bountiful of worlds among your brothers and sisters everywhere. I need your help. I call on you to aid me in my task. How can I stand aside and watch this slaughter, watch my little ones die? No, my friends, this cannot be. Therefore, I am coming quickly among you once more to show you the way, point the path. But the success of my mission depends on you. You must make the choice whether you share and learn to live peacefully as true men or perish utterly. My heart tells me your answer, your choice, and is glad. May the divine light and love and power of the one most holy God fall now upon your hearts and minds. May this light, love, and power lead you to seek that which dwells in silence within you. Find that and know that you are God's. O beloved, can we not see just how beguiling and strategically manipulating this Antichrist spirit is? You can almost see Lucifer, the angel of false light, illuminating every lie held within that message. And as you listened, did Agenda 2030, which we have covered in past podcasts, come to mind? It did mine, and the hair stood up on the back of my neck. Please do not be deceived. Many are falling prey to this masterful persuasion, even within the church, as naive ones jump on the interfaith bandwagon, as well as joining the many worldly organizations that in superficial appearance present themselves as caring for the physical and emotional needs of the people of earth, but are in reality devoid of the spirit of the living God and are setting the world up for the Antichrist and his diabolical reign. Jesus warned against false teaching and urged his followers to watch out that they are not deceived, for he cautioned that many will come in my name to lead people astray. False teaching about Jesus poses a very real danger that will lead many down a fatal path of deception. The Lord gave us a sobering reminder in Matthew 7, 15 to 16, of how vigilant we need to be when he exhorted us to watch out for false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. And in our next podcast, we will investigate some of these predators as we pick up where we left off today. Until then, and as always, beloved, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you'd like to receive a CD copy of this message or you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006 or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com